Hello and welcome to this special JustCast series about the upcoming Reclosure 2021 conference. We're going to have a brief conversation with our speakers, asking them some questions about their life and job to get to know them better. Today with us is Jakub Holly. Jakub is a full-stack ClojureScript developer based in Oslo. Jakub is leading a workshop at Reclosure this year. Today, I'm also joined by David from the Reclosure team, who will be asking a few questions with me today. Hi, David. Hi, Renzo. Pleasure to be here. And hey, Jakub, how are you today? Hello. Uh, thank you. I'm excited to, to be here and to be part of the conference. Fantastic. So we have a very important question to start with. What is your favorite pizza topping? That would be avocado because it's healthy and good. Well, that's a, a healthy choice, of course. And David, what's yours? Well, Renzo, I think my answer to that is going to be very controversial. I'm sure a lot of Italians out there aren't going to like me, but my favorite pizza topping is ham and pineapple. I love the Hawaiian pizza. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> I'm going to to I'm going to tolerate that just for the sake of the podcast. All right. Um, so I'll go to a more serious question now. So Jakub, how did you get into computers, and uh, what's exciting for you about software and technology? Well, uh, my father is a programmer. And I, he, originally he was a mathematician, so I thought I would take a shortcut and become programmer directly. And I discovered in my first year that it's really my calling because I spent a number of hours making a program to do some boring computations so I wouldn't need to spend two, three hours doing them by hand. And that's what I still find exciting about technology, that I, I can sit here at home and make stuff that uh, makes people's lives easier, including mine. And if I do something wrong, I can just change it easily, uh, much easier than with physical things. So that's really exciting for me. Great. Well, that's a very interesting answer there. Um, it's actually something close to mine as well. I remember when I started programming, I would spend hours and hours and hours writing code that would save me maybe a minute or two of time. I love it. It's fantastic. So the next question I have for you there is, who, who is your computer science hero? Who would you have lunch or drinks with? Who would you ask? Uh, that's a tough question. I can think of a number of people, uh, starting with Lady Ada. Uh, but uh, the one I would like most talk to is uh, Nathan of the Red Planet Labs, uh, since they are building the future of software development thingy. And I would really like to hear something about it. Uh, can you can you go into a bit more detail? Who is this person? Uh, if you Google Red Planet Labs, you will find some details. but. Uh, it's an uh, experienced closure programmer. He has made some uh, uh, well-known stuff for data processing in the cloud and so on. And he has obviously been thinking about how inefficient development is and trying to figure out a better way to do it. And, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I know Nathan is, uh, is the author of Storm, like better known yeah, for that, and right. also other libraries as well. 
yeah, you know, he's cooking something there. So yeah, looking forward to know what that is uh, is about. Um, do you have a favorite piece of software? Like uh, it could be an application, it could be source code that you find particularly attracting. Yeah. Well, the application which is currently most important to me is Waking Up, which is a mobile application from Sam Harris. And it's not really the software, but it's the content because it's a meditation application with uh, also great lessons and fascinating dialogues between him and a number of people. So I find it very inspiring and enlightening. Interesting. Um, you mentioned there something about meditation and coding. Do you find the meditation practice helpful for when you're coding? I don't think uh, that it helps, or it might help with coding. It helps with my life. It helps me to, you know, disconnect for a while and recharge mm. and uh, be more present. Mm. Uh, so it makes life better, I think, including coding. Great, great. Um, so if I was to ask you, if you could change one thing then about software, what would it be? Well, there I'm in the boat with Nathan and uh, other people. I feel that the way we make programs today hasn't really changed all that much from 50s. And uh, we should have some higher level building blocks. We should be able to construct stuff much more easily and not uh, spend so much time in the lower level details of trying to plump things together. So I think it's the highest time for some new, new thing, new paradigm, new tools, perhaps AI assisted development or something to make us much more productive than we are. Mm. Yeah, it might be Copilot. Or are you thinking about GitHub Copilot thing? No, I think it's still too low level because it just helps you to write the plumbing, right? But you have still the same very low level building blocks. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out the solution yourself. Like like now I'm working with Postgres and I have to do a lot of studying to, to find out how to do something. I would like to tell the computer, I want to have a user that can read from a schema, but cannot create anything and can change role to this. And the computer would tell me how to do that uh, without me spending so much time studying the documentation and Googling around. But that's just a tiny example of how AI assistant could help. Do you think we're mm. quite near to that future? Do you think it's just around the corner or still sometime? I'm afraid we are still far away. But let's see what the Red Planet Labs mm. uh, come up with. And mm. uh, also, uh, I don't know if you know about Mathematica and Stephen Wolfram and his Wolfram language, but they are doing yeah. some exciting stuff there as well. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, we might know something about it, I think, pretty soon. Um, how did you get involved with uh, Clojure? Uh, well, I have been a Java programmer for quite a while, and uh, then I read uh, Paul Graham's Beating the Averages, and uh, the how is it called? Uh, blurb paradox, or how it calls uh, that, uh, you are not able to appreciate the power 
of a more powerful language until you have experienced it because it's just too to align to you and he says that lisp is the most powerful language of all uh, so th that was very inspiring but i didn't see any use of actually common lisp or something in my my professional life uh, mm -hmm. but then in 2012 i started looking for something else i could do on the jvm and my options were scala or closure and i thought okay scala i can write uh, essentially better java that's boring or i could look at closure which is a lisp and which is so different it will really force me to discover new stuff so of course i chose closure and i never looked back that that's a fantastic answer um it really sort of homes into the power and the expressiveness that closure can bring doesn't it it's it does cut away a lot of the uh, fat if you like the boiler stuff that you would find in other languages yeah uh, absolutely yeah i i think my first experience of closure was a few years ago and i didn't really quite understand what it was all about but then i had an opportunity to write a project uh, in closure i i embraced it and just like yourself, really, I never looked back. I thought this is so such a nice little language, and I was able to express myself so bad, so much more into it than uh, what I was what I was previously programming in. So yeah, my adventure continues there. Still loving it. Uh, so closure itself, you know, what would you say is your favorite things about closure? You're very experienced in it. You've been doing it now since uh, 2012, as you mentioned. Are there any things that really stand out about your favorite things about Clojure? Absolutely. And the funny thing is that it's not what I expected when I started with that. And the thing is interactive development or oh, yeah. rapid-driven development. Yeah. Uh, the ability to interact with my program and try my code at once, see that it works, or just talk to a remote service to find out what data it's returning. and this immediate feedback i got mm. addicted to that and when i have to work with java or javascript or something that doesn't provide it i suffer oh i hear you i hear you. i'm such the same i was doing something just recently where i was writing some tests and being able to evaluate those tests directly in the REPL just to see what would happen and try out some api calls is such an illuminating experience it, it definitely sped up my development so yeah REPL driven development is a big win for me, I think. Really helps me a lot too. Yeah. Uh, what about your favorite closure function? Do you have uh, any like functions that you like the most? Uh, I find Juxt uh, very interesting because at the beginning mm -hmm. I couldn't really fathom what it's good for, but then you find actually nice usages for it. Uh, so yeah, I like it. Uh, so this changes the subject a little bit. Uh, outside of the closure world, outside of coding ninety five or whatever it is, what actually do you do to you know, unwind, do for fun, just to switch off from that beautiful closure land that we all know and love? Yeah, I like to connect to the rest of being human. That means my mind and my body. Hmm. So I love doing martial arts and uh, meditating, and then I go home and read some fantasy. All right, right. And which is your, which is, what are you reading right now? 
right now I'm reading uh, Blood Fairy. Uh, oh. Interesting uh, detective story in a uh, little different uh, today world. Oh, I've never heard of that one before. Blood Story. Oh, I since, uh, you, you, since you, you gave us um, already a recommendation, I'm going to switch to even a more abstract level and asking what is your idea of perfect happiness? That's a very difficult question. I know what it is now, but I don't know yet what it is. But uh, with my meditation and practice, I'm working hard on finding out the answer to that. So ask me in 50 years. <laughs> don't you worry, <laughs> we, will. we will, we <laughs> will. You'll be back for reclosure at 71. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every, every year yeah, of my life. <laughs> <laughs> we'll eventually get to the answer to that one. Um, you're living in Oslo at the moment. Uh, is this where you would like to live for the rest of your life? Or is there somewhere else that you would most like to live? I really enjoy living here. Hmm. I'm originally from Czech Republic, so I could imagine also living there because, you know, the culture and friends. Uh, but outside of those two people, yeah, uh, the two places, I, yeah, actually, I could think of one place that I would really like to live in, and that would be a space colony on a terraformed planet. But I'm afraid mm. that's a little too far in the future. We never know, we never know. Yeah, actually, I've been to us, I've been to Oslo once, uh, many years ago, and I thought one of the coolest things there's two good things, well, one good thing, one bad thing about Oslo. The coolest thing was I could hop on a train and be on a ski field within half an hour. Fantastic. I never experienced that before in my life. And the bad thing about Oslo was just the price of the food, the pizza, <laughs> the beer is so expensive, man. Yeah, you must be Norwegian to be able to enjoy it. And even so, it's, uh, it's expensive. Mm. But it was a great city. I loved my time there. And I was there just visiting, having a look around. And uh, Coffee was great as well. Loved it. So we are approaching the end of the interview, um, but before we close, maybe um, can you give us a little brief introduction to what your workshop is about? Okay, uh, my workshop is Introduction to Fulcrow, uh, the web framework, which I think should be much more widespread than it is. Maybe I, I will uh, introduce it by saying how I came to it. Uh, I worked before with React and Redux, and I find it, found it very frustrating because whenever I had to fetch a new piece of data from the backend, there was a lot of plumbing I had to do to put the data somewhere in the state. I had to manually track uh, whether the data is loading or loaded, whether it failed or succeeded. And I really hate this dump plumbing coding. I feel that the computer should do it for me so I can focus on the business logic. And then I discovered Fulcrow, which is a full stack and rather complete solution for making non-trivial applications. Uh, so it, it's not just view rendering as many other frameworks. It provides the full story, including loading data and uh, tracking the status of that. And the two, three other really interesting thing about Fulcro are that uh, 
it's based on few simple ideas which combined open many possibilities so people sometimes think it's really complicated but it's not the basics are really simple but the possibilities that stem from that are many and also it's quite different from the other frameworks just like closure is different from other languages and yeah, that sounds uh, interesting yeah yeah and uh, the other important thing is that uh, it's many frameworks really bind your hands you have to do it their way but uh, full crawl you have escape hatches everywhere if you don't like something you can most of the time write your own way of doing it as long as you align with the general philosophy of the framework so this flexibility i, I haven't seen anywhere else uh, the guy who, who made it tony k to me he is the rich hickey of web frameworks he, the, the design is really great and uh, i learned a lot just from studying fulcro itself so i want to help people discover it and stop fearing learning it well fantastic and we um uh, we are we already have the like the link to your workshop and we are going to add it to the show notes so people can start from there but we, we are going to um also forward that to many other channels as well so i hope uh, people will join you um and uh, and learn more about fulcro um then okay anything else that we forgot that you'd like to add no thank you okay um that was uh, our pleasure of course and uh, uh from me and uh david thank you very much for being with us tonight thank you it was my pleasure to be here and thank you for your time and good luck with the conference thank you bye bye, bye. thank you bye bye